Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ball's got to go right. Look out, they may score on this play. Mannering, Johnson decides to come back in field. Johnson gets dancing. Johnson, no way. No way. Johnson has run over to score. This is incredible. This is ridiculous. This is 15 out of 10 of the incredible Buddha. What about the last five minutes? Thank you to the football gods for letting us watch this. Hello and welcome to the SC Playbook Weekly Wrap for round 22 of the NRL, proudly brought to you by Sequel. Uh, let's get straight into it. The uh, the Broncos, yeah, good start to the round for them. They they really stamped their premiership credentials with a convincing thirty two points to ten win over the Roosters. I'd say, yeah, the Roosters have gone uh, now for the year. So if they weren't already, but I think they probably still consider themselves a chance if they could jag that upset against the Bronx. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see how the Roosters go for the rest of the year how they play, how they react. I mean, they're getting pretty aggressive, but it's also a fair bit of frustration creeping in there. So I wouldn't be surprised to see some suspensions and sin bins and whatnot um, towards the end of the year because they're not generally in this position where their season's gone. So it'll be very, very interesting to see how they finish out the season, the Roosters. Uh, I felt like it was a really high-quality start to the game. The physicality in the game was right at the highest level, sort of like a finals-type intensity between the two forward packs. But the Broncos I was really impressed with. They matched their physicality of the Roosters and they just showed you know, a fair bit of steel in defence and, and plenty of class in attack, even though I didn't think Reese Walsh was at his best. So, yeah, good signs for, for Broncos fans. Okay, having a look at a few of the Supercoach-relevant players, there's really only two from Brisbane. So you got Payne Haas, 62 uh, he's not playing as big a minutes because the Broncos' depth in the middle is really good, you know, with Hetherington returning and, and Flegler back. So, yeah, it's it's hurting his supercoach scores, but I'm still happy to have him. I think he's, you know, he can play those those big minutes. Generally, he's playing sort of about 50 or 60 minutes straight and then, you know, getting some getting some junk time at the end. But, yeah, uh, Reese Walsh, 44. Yeah, not really his best night, but still that's acceptable um, at fullback. I, I, I tend to think, I'll have a chat about it a bit later, but you've got to have someone of, after watching Latrell come back, you've got to have Latrell, you've got to have Ponga. You can play as a 5'8", and, I mean, you can have, 
you can have drink here as well if if you've already got him in your side. He's obviously too expensive to get in, so I think you should be really looking around Latrell Ponger and Drinky for the run home. Uh, Brandon Smith, yeah, another good performance from him. Got pretty good time. He's looking fit. He's stripping real fit. Uh, 49, Tedesco got a 34, so that's a bit of a come-back-to-earth score for owners there. Joey Manu, 18. Yeah, he's in my side. I wasn't really impressed with that. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, it's going to be very interesting to see what the Roosters do from here. The the Broncos, they just keep marching on. So we'll see how that plays out. Okay, on to the early game Friday night. West took it to South Sydney Rabbitohs. But in the end, the Rabbitohs were too classy. Uh, they got the ship back on track somewhat, you know, the the – the train back on the on the tracks, I'd say, uh, winning thirty two points to eighteen. I thought Appy was outstanding for the Tigers, and it sort of got my mind thinking possibly he could be a super pod to finish the season. Had a bit of a look at him as a second hooker. Uh, he's two percent owned. He'll cost about four hundred eighty five k and have a break even of four. That's as per uh, Jay Schubert on Twitter. If you ever want to check out these projected break evens and price rises or price falls, then get on Twitter and, and look up uh, Jay Schubert. He's really good. He comes up with them and he gets them out really quickly. So, yeah, thanks for the work you're doing there, mate. It's it's, it's awesome. I think he's also doing some articles for, for Timmy for SC Playbook, so it's great to have him in the stable. But, yeah, in terms of Appy, I mean, you know, if you're going to play with two hookers, yeah, I mean, he is a super pod. I, I think the big thing about him that made me interested is they've dropped both uh, I can't think of the young fella's name. I think it's Talon De Silva and Jake Simpkin. They're both off the bench now. So it's said to me that that Appy's gone to the coach and said, look, I'm playing 80 minutes where I can. And I think he did play 80 minutes. He might have played a little bit in the halves or in the lock role. But certainly the more he gets his hands on the ball, the more chance he is of um, pumping out some big scores to finish the season. Ah, Alex Johnson. I really don't even want to talk about this one, but... I sent through to the SC Playbook crew and said, look, I'm tossing up three options. I'm going to get uh, Alex Johnson in. I'm not going to get Alex Johnson in. Um, I'm going to play Connolly Lamuelu and uh, I'm going to trade Nico out for SJ early so I can save myself the cash for the later trades. Ended up choosing to do the second one and even though I got advised by Timmy and the Spy to do the first one. I'm not sure what Desi said. I think he was he was probably of the same opinion with AJ. And, yeah, about, oh, I don't know, 25 minutes into the game, I was regretting it. And then Connolly Lamuelu gets uh, HIA'd uh, after going up for that uh, that cross-field cross kick. So it cost me about 118 points, but, hey, that's super coach, I guess. Uh, but, yeah, Alex, AJ, 122 with a hat-trick and a tri-assist. So he does rely on those attacking points. But, yeah, if you had him, well done to you. And he's going to be good to ride home. Yeah, Appy got 120. Uh, like I said, he's, he's a super plot option. I've got both the back rowers of West Tigers in my team. And I'm probably, I don't know if I'll get both of them out. I'll have to stick with one, but I think the one I'll stick with is IPAP. He got 56 with a try, which is a bit disappointing. Uh, Johnny Bateman, 43. I think he's just going to get frustrated, a little bit like what I was saying about the Roosters. I think he just really doesn't like not winning. 
he's going to get a little bit frustrated. He might be a bit of a sell towards the end of the year if I've got trades left. Uh, very happy with my trade-in of Cam Murray, 78. Love the try at the end, but he's just playing some big minutes there in the middle. Latrell Mitt, so 74. Uh, and he didn't really get a lot of attacking stats. Uh, I think he's just a must-have. He's coming straight into my side. So next week I'm going to trade out Cody for Latrell. As soon as the lockout's gone, I'm just going to do it. Cody for Latrell, and I'm going to make the other trade, which will be Nico to SJ, the trade I should have made, but I missed it because, uh, yeah, I was too slack um, doing things on a, on a Saturday Arvo. Uh, Cody Walker, 58, he's a little bit out of sorts at the moment, but I think he, you know, if you had to hold him, that's solid. I just am prioritising uh, Latrell over him. I think Latrell finished the season really well, just looking at the way he went there. Campbell Graham, 34, bit down on his uh, usual high scoring. Okay, late game on Friday night, and Jesus, Storm, that was classic Storm, 46 points to 16 over the years. Classic storm in the fact that it was a bounce-back game, and that's what they do. If, if they get, you know, they have a game that they're down on effort and things like that, they rarely do it two times in a row, and they came back and really turned it on. And they had a few things against them too. Olin was dropped, actually. That was, that was pretty interesting to see, but they really looked to shake it up, and I think it worked. And they also had... Uh, Big Nelson Asafa Solomona out, which you know you sort of wondered how they're going to generate ruck speed. The Guru and Timmy Williams were sort of fading, fading Harry Grant a little bit, and he turned up and he turned up big time. So 149, he was 140 before updates, upgraded to 149. So anyone who was following on the WhatsApp chat, uh, I think Spy posted a little bit of chat that we had from the SC playbook group at the start of the season. And I sort of predicted that I thought that Harry could go 150 plus in a game. Anyway, so as it often does with us, we got to a betting situation and and, we, and I was sort of like chasing Desi for 140 and he was chasing 150. So we went 144 and a half uh, overs, unders. Desi, Desi went unders, I went overs. So he just had to score 145 or more in a game. Had a little wager on it there. So very happy to see the upgrade from 140 to 149. To get one up on my old adversary there, Desi Creek. Yeah, so Harry Grant upgraded to 149. Jerome Hughes, 156. He was epic. Uh, would have been pretty hard to split him for the Dally M points there. You know what I really thought about that game in terms of Olam getting dropped was such a surprise, but they brought in a new wrinkle into their game. Tottenham appear sort of running out of dummy half and throwing a a ball out the back, like a big, long left-to-right pass uh, out the back that was opening up their shape really early in the sets. It was sort of um, something that I haven't seen for, for a long time on the NRL, but in terms of a centre doing it, and... It really opened up the storm attack, and they tested, they tested the eels on the edges, uh, which made it less of a battle in the middle, if that makes sense. So I, I thought they did that really well, and they broke up the the eels defense early in the game. Uh, I, keep an eye out for it, but yeah, ton of appear. Like it's a pass that very few players in the outside backs would be able to do on the run, and and 
yeah, he's just showing a new skill set there. I think someone like a semi-rad Radra had the ability to do it. They didn't use him that much with the Eels uh, for it. But, yeah, it certainly opened up their game. Uh, I think Para, yeah, they desperately need Dylan Brown back. But they've got that tough run home. So, yeah, I don't hold out much hope for for the Parramatta Eels. So this is a, a game that updated. So I'm going to get on there and have a quick look. Uh, so Hopgood actually got over 100. He was 98 before updates, up to 104. Um, Maddo, 81, so solid there with the try assist. Moses, nice updates there to 82 for those owners. And Gutho, 55. So, again, apart from Hopgood, maybe Maddo, I think he'd be fading a lot of the uh, – a lot of the Eels players for the run home. Okay, start of Super Saturday and the Knights. What a win. 28 points to six over the Raiders at home. It's a couple of times the Raiders this year have been absolutely towed up at home, which is sort of surprising. You'd expect it to be a bit of a fortress, but the Warriors got them there um, on Jared Croker's uh, 300th game. And, and yeah, now the Knights, um, I think we're really seeing the maturation of Kalen Ponga into what I consider a generational player. It's it's someone I spoke to a mate uh, who I've had a lot of time, I speak a lot of footy with him, and I said to him a few years ago, oh, you know, I think Kalen Ponger is a generational player. He is, you know, a super player that's going to be remembered for a lot of years to come. And he sort of disagreed. He didn't think he was in that upper echelon. Like, obviously, felt he was a player that, had a lot of potential but didn't feel like he necessarily delivered on club level. And I could sort of understand where he's coming from to a certain extent. I think he still needs to do that. He needs to get the Knights to the finals this year, you know, for him to really get that recognition of how good he's playing. Like, But it would be a remarkable achievement because uh, he does so much for that team. Um, in terms of KP for Supercoach, he's just a must-have. Oh, you've got to have him in your team, full-back, 5'8", wherever he fits in. I'm going to play him along with Munster um, for the rest of the season. I'm going to, like I said, uh, I'm going to go Walker to Latrell Mitchell and uh, hang on to Drinky. I think, you know, even though they had a loss today, I think the Cowboys can hit back and drink waters in just supreme form at the moment. Uh, the Raiders, yeah, I mean, they're probably a side that's that's overachieved a little bit. Um, I, I don't want to take away from what they've done because they're scrappy and they stay in matches, but I don't think that they can do much even if they make the top eight. I mean, now it's getting to a situation where it'd be pretty hard to see them not make the top eight. Like the Knights have oh, – sorry, the, the Raiders have Tigers, Storm, Bulldogs, Broncos, Sharks. So they'll have to win – two or three of them. I mean, like, if they win two of them, they might still be a chance of getting knocked out. And you'd think that they'd beat the Tigers and the Bulldogs, but you never know on these runs home. But um, the Sharks is a bit of a toss-up game. The Storm and the Broncos will be tough. But, yeah, I, I, I just don't feel like the Raiders are going to offer too much, even if they make a grand finals. Um, the Knights, they're just airborne at the moment. So much confidence. Um they, just, they still have some poor mistakes in them and they have they have periods during the game that I look at and go, okay, well, they can't win the comp. Like, I mean, they're not that good, but um, – and they have a few players that are just a little bit suspect. But, I mean, when you look at their run home, they could well and truly 
make a dash for the finals. So they have Dolphins, Bulldogs, Souths, Sharks, and St. George. They might fancy themselves to win four out of five of those. Yeah, and some, they're a massive chance of making the top eight then if they do that. Okay, let's have a look at a few of the scores. We're going to have to go to the updates here. Uh, Joey Taps, that's pretty good updates. Got up to 67, happy with that as an owner. Corey Horsberg, bit down on what he's normally done. I'm not sure how many people are still holding him. I think there's a few in in the front front row forward position, 39. Uh, KP, 122, went off with that HIA, so obviously could have been huge. Uh, great, great job to those people that found him as a captain. Dane Gagai, 97. Let's have a look at a few of Dane Gagai's scores. So... The last four weeks, he's gone 86, 80, 51, 76, and then he's pumped out of 97. He, he just seems to have, without going over 100, he's only gone over 100 once, but he still averages, uh, what is the average here? Let's have a look. He's got an average of 70, which is outstanding for center wing. So for anyone who's picked up Dan Gago at the start of the year, you probably had to pay up for him, but he's certainly delivered for you. Uh, Lockie Fitzgibbon, 72. Greg Marzu, 69, which is pretty good in a game. Like, I mean, I know he got the try, which comes with the line break, but the Raiders are a side that you don't seem to break a lot of tackles on, you know, particularly when you run into the forwards. And that's what his game is. He, he takes those early runs in sets and, and um, he does tend to break a lot of tackles. So I think that's a pretty good score for Marzu, and he's set to finish the season off pretty well. Dom Young just keeps scoring tries. Uh, he's on a, he, he got a 57. So, yeah, that wraps up, uh, wraps up that game pretty much. Okay, on to the uh, Manly win against the Dragons, 24 points to 18, and apparently – not sure whether it was uh, Wollongong or Cogra that they played, but they hadn't lost. Uh, sorry, won a game there Manly for twenty years, so that's a big win for them. The Manly, if you look at their run home, they have Roosters, Panthers, Warriors, Bulldogs, and Tigers, and three wins probably season pl- uh, fall short. So they probably need four out of five wins now. None of them are, apart from the Panthers, you'd probably think they'd really struggle to win that game. But, you know, the other four games, I mean, if they could get it going, they could possibly sneak into the eight. I'd tend to back against it. Um, in terms of the Dragons, I think they're playing a more spirited game than they were, you know, when they had all that drama with Ben Hunt. It seems like Flano's got in there, rallied the troops, you know, behind the scenes, and um, he's got everyone on deck for next year because it seems like Honey's all the talk of him leaving and and going to, you know, the Titans and the Broncos and whatnot has gone away. So hopefully that's good for the Dragons. I thought they played really spirited. DeBellin, Hunt, uh, Talatau moans in a really rich vein of form. Um, with it, when he runs, he looks really good. They played him on the left side of the ruck a few times, which really stifled his game. He, he really is a right-side player um, and – you know, not every player can transition across, and a lot of a lot of players can't. And he really needs to play on the right side of the ruck, and uh, he's going pretty well there. Lomax is going good too, so playing really good footy. They're, they're, they're a chance of being to the spoilers for the back half of the season. Not too many relevant uh, super coach players in this game. I mean, Schuster got an eighty-one. If you still got Schuster, then 
Yeah, he, you're in trouble. Uh, Ola Kawatu, 79, DCE, 86. Uh, that They may have updated. They might have been pre-updates, those scores, actually. Um, so there might might have been a couple more there. Uh, sorry, DCE wasn't 86. It was 56. I can't even read my own writing. Uh, Ruben Garrick upgraded, updated to 55. So that's solid for owners, but he's probably not being what we expect him to be to finish the season. And, you know, if you did have the luxury of having a lot of trades up your sleeve, he might be a player like Joey Manu that you might consider going to someone who's a little bit more hot. Zachy Lomax, 76. That's that's a pretty decent score. So I think three weeks ago I thought he was going to get the fullback and I said maybe bring him in. He, he didn't. He played that game when uh, I think it was Sloan got injured for a little bit, but then Sloan came back. Um, and he's just been pumping out some pretty good scores in the centre position. G'day guys and girls, Tim Williams here from SC Playbook. Very stoked to have partnered up with Seacle for the 2023 NRL footy season. Gareth and his team, you might have been sitting there this weekend. You wake up on Monday morning and go, you know, I spent a little bit too much on the punt. The bank account's taken a bit of a hit. That Sunday evening game at 4pm, you put a same game multi on a first try score a bet to go with the rest of your punts from the weekend. You thought, you know what, I might be getting a little out of hand with my punting this weekend and starting to get out of control with it. It doesn't matter. You've got a team here to help you out with Gareth and his team. So flick her an email at gareth.w at sequel, that's C-E-C-A-L dot org dot au. Give them a buzz on 02 4013 or flick them a message on Instagram at Gambling. That is Seacle Gambling, all one word, lovely team, great group of people, free and confidential. We've had plenty of SC Payable listeners. Get in touch with them right now already. So uh, don't ignore it. Get in touch and fix your gambling. Cheers. Okay, on to the next game. The Panthers, 28 points to nil winners over the Sharks. It's about as dominant as get as it gets that game. I mean, the Sharks were valiant. They tried really hard, but... The Panthers are like a boa constrictor. Like they just slowly squeeze the life out of teams. Just the way they complete sets and complete sets and they finish turning the ball over like either off a kick or sometimes they'll just like run on the fifth tackle and it's generally in that 10-10 box. So you talk about um, 10, if you look at 10 metres in from touch, 10 metres out, from the line and that box in there. So if you can get a team coming out of that corner, that's a really hard way to start a set and they're not going to really do much if your defence can bridge up. And one thing that the the Panthers side has is they have a solid defence, so great line speed. Um, And then, you know, when they're they're troubled, they have so much confidence in their system um, that, yeah, they've got great scramble as well. So you really need... Yeah, it, it does take something different to break up the Panthers' defense. So I think offloads are really key against them. Okay, having a look at a few of their scores, and I have to go to the updated scores here because there were some massive updates. I, I feel like Cleary I've got written down was ninety nine before updates, and he upgraded to updated to one hundred and twenty nine, which is awesome for those people that captained him. I went for Drinky, so. Um, one of a number of fails I made this week. I left a lot of points out there this week. There's no doubt about that. Uh, Brian Toto, 84. We'll talk about him a little bit later, but he is flying at the moment. Scotty Sorensen, 86. 
Oh, Sunny Taruba, where was this last week? Could have done with it. 66. Uh, Cam McInnes, 87. Broke the record for um, tackles. So it was something like 84 tackles or 83 tackles. Broke the NRL record. And, um, yeah, he, he had a face to boot. Looked like he'd put his head in front of a few people. Poor Cam McInnes. But, yeah, nice upgrade there for Britain Nicara. So he was 38 before updates, up to 56. Cam McInnes, do we think that he is possibly a bring-in? I mean, he doesn't have a lot of attacking stats, but he can, playing in that 13 role, he does distribute the ball pretty well. So he, he's got some hard runners outside him. So he could possibly get a line break assist or a try assist from time to time in the middle with the Sharks. They have some few easier games, and obviously he's going to rack up the the tackles, but can he play 80 minutes every week? I don't know. He's a, he's about a one one PPM, so points per minute player. So if he plays 80, he could be a viable trade-in. Um, he's about 600K, so yeah, one to think about. He's, I'm not going to rush to get him into the team at the moment, but certainly he might be one to think about there. He'd be, a pod, he'd be definitely in pod territory. Uh, Nico Hines, 22. If it wasn't bad enough that I missed it, he goes out there and does that. And I think he had about 145 break even or something like that. So it's cost me a packet not uh, using that trade. To SJ, well, first of all, I missed the trade to uh, – well, I decided against the trade to Alex Johnson. That was the decision I made and I was happy with it. But then when he went out and played, I wasn't so happy with it. But I still felt like Connolly Lemuelu could go all right, but then he got a head knock. But then the night before, I should have brought SJ in for Nico Hines and used that extra trade, but I didn't, and it's going to cost me a fair bit of money. But hopefully it, it doesn't mean too much at the back end of the season. We'll, we'll see. Okay, today's games, the Bulldogs versus the Dolphins. That was a, well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's a cracker because, like, the quality, particularly at the start of the game, was pretty poor, but it... Built its way into a good game just by virtue of the fact that, you know, the close score. And Burton took a field goal, sort of a funny field goal before half time, about 45 seconds to go to half time. He took a field goal to make it 11 points to eight, and that ended up being the difference because uh, Osako had that chance to win the game 24 22, but missed the goal, just, uh, just waved away there. Uh, look, I think that that finishes the Dolphins' chances of top eight and not really sure how that affects them turning up every week. Uh, they haven't been too bad this year. Like, I mean, for a first year, I think they've been pretty impressive, to be honest. A lot, a lot of people potted them and didn't think they'd go that well. So how they finish off the season is going to be interesting. They've always had a bit of big, bigger picture about them and I think that helps them finish the season off well because – you know, Bennett will be saying, you know, we've got Herbie Farmworth, we've got Flegler, we've got Avarillo coming next year. They've got some good signings coming next year. So some guys are effectively playing for a spot in the 17 all the way up until the end of the season, despite being out of top eight contention, if that makes sense. Okay, let's have a look at some of the scores. Blake Wilson. He is just killing it at the moment. I'm surprised that he was on the left wing. So I haven't really been following it. But he is probably, yeah, at that price. I mean, he's 361800 
He had a break even of 74, so he hasn't gone too much over that. So he's going to be, you know, somewhere between 370, 390, something like that. Um, shouldn't go up too much. And he's on that left-hand side with Kikau, so it does pique my interest a little bit. Um, but, again, it just comes down to how many trades have you got left. But I, I expected that um, Addo Car would be on the left side, so um, that surprised me a little bit. Uh, Jeremy Marshall King, what a great return from him. It looked like he was gone for the season with his shoulder, but 93 there. Um, Jermaine Asako just keeps delivering for owners. I mean, 50 with a try is not great. Maybe he upgrades, up, you know, updates a little bit. Uh, Hammer was a bit disappointing. I'm not sure how many people still have him. 42 points there. Okay, last game of the round, the Titans took on the Cowboys at Seabus Stadium and big upset. So the Cowboys have just been absolutely flying lately and uh, the Titans knocked them off their perch. And I think that's a big question mark. Um, yeah, maybe the Cowboys are just finding it a little bit tough to just stay up that whole time. Like it's very hard to keep on winning and regardless of what what the opposition is in the NRL, because it is the NRL and teams will turn up, um, you know, on a week-to-week basis. They they will turn up and, and knock off sides that they're not supposed to when they're down on energy and things like that. And I felt like the, the Cowboys were a little bit off, but, I mean, they, they weren't going that bad. It was more, you know, the Titans really turned up. And one of the big things is um, Jaden Campbell, like – yeah, I thought he was going to be too small for the NRL, but every time he gets an opportunity, he just gets on there and kills it. And he's a genuine fullback. I mean, they tried to play him, I think, 5'8 at some stage through the season. But, yeah, what they're going to do there is it's hard to know. Brimson's fairly injury-prone. Could he play oh, Could he play 5'8? Could he play in the centres? I'm not really sure. He, he probably wants to play fullback, and that's they're probably playing, paying him fullback money. But... Yeah, Jaden Campbell's just there's that X factor about him. Um, he's a special player, so we'll see how that plays out for the Titans and and the new coach um, coming in next year, Desi Hasler. Ah, uh, yeah, I think the the Cowboys aren't gone. Obviously, like I mean, they're they're probably just ha- let's just have a look at their run on the run home. Uh, they have the Broncos next week, and then they've got a bye. Sharks, Dolphins, Panthers. So, yeah, they're probably going to have to win oh, two of five, two, two of those four games because um, they get the two points for the bye. Um, that would probably get them into the eight, depending on their um, for and against and how other teams go. They might have to win three. So, yeah, so all of a sudden they go from a side that you're looking at for possibly making the top four. I think that's out of the realms of possibility now. But, um, you know, after Melbourne's win and, you know, the Warriors are, are coming into a soft part of the draw. But you can't take anything for granted, you know, particularly, like I said, in the NRL where any side can come out at any time and, and knock off anyone, really. So it's going to be an interesting last five weeks of the season. Okay, have a look at some of the scores there today. So Drinky was a bit down as my captain. I was a little bit disappointed, 50 points. Um, I thought he played pretty well, just didn't get the same opportunities, I guess, um, and the Titans shut him down pretty well. Uh, Val Holmes with the sin bin. 
So that would have hurt a few Val Holmes owners. 29. Um, and he could be out for a while. That looked, I mean, he's put a couple of those inside out shots on, like we, you know, commonly referred to as blindside shots. Um, and he's got them wrong. Like it's been shoulder to the head. And he's probably lucky he didn't knock out Campbell or probably looked on a lot worse. But he got a fine for the one last week. But I don't know how the judiciary works, but he'd have to be a chance of missing like at least a week or two, uh, which could hurt the Cowboys because he's a big part of what they do. Lofi Khan Pereira, he's made a bit of a resurgence uh, here at the back end of the season. So, um, well, I mean, last week he, he got 11, so I'm not getting too carried away. But he's part, he put a few scores on there, 91 years before updates. Um, I don't think many people have held him for that reason, like last week against the Roosters going 11, 11 super coach points from 80 minutes. And that's that's the type of player he is. He, do, he doesn't have any base, basically. It's just all um, attacking. And Dave Feeder. Uh, 77, had a good finish to the game, breaking a lot of tackles. Again, he's a player that I don't know whether I can get in. I'm looking at three players who I'd love to have, and I just don't know if I'll get him into my side. And they are Brian Toto, Charles Nickel Clockstad, and David Fafita. They are probably the three players that I'm really going to struggle to get into my side, but... Oh, if I had like if it was a if we had the wild card where you could just trade in your team, they would definitely be three players that I'd get in. Okay, that brings us into the wrap. We do have one question here from Timmy Williams. Uh, Timmy asks, "Why is Dane Gagai the super pod we've neglected all season?" Yeah, I was asking myself the same thing there, Timmy. Um, yeah, just. Gago, like I said, I read out his stats before and he's just pumped out some really good numbers. But he's 638,000. He's owned by, you know, 2% of teams. Uh, He started the season at 589,000, so basically 590,000. So in that regard, I mean, you would have, I guess a lot of people didn't really know what, the Knights were going to go like the way they started with uh, Ponga playing in 5-8, I mean, was a bit dubious. So he's just a player that's been slept on, I guess. And if you can find a player like that, that you can just sit on the whole year and they can average 70 in a position, then it really helps you with trades. And you've got to have that trust in them, obviously. But in saying that with Gagai, it's not like he's wavered too much. Like like we said, he's only pumped out 100, 100 um, plus score, and that was in round four against the Raiders. And basically, he stayed within oh, ten or fifteen thousand of you know that price after his first rise. So he went up thirty thousand, and he's you know he's gone up you know sort of ten or ten or fifteen thousand, or down ten or fifteen thousand every week. So he's been very consistent from that point of view. Uh, so, yeah, like, I mean, looking at it moving forward as a super coach player, to get a player like that would be awesome. So it's definitely one we'll have to look out for next week. Okay, have a great week, super coaches. We'll catch you next week. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.